You are locked in to the Philadelphia Eagles. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into the podcast. It's Louis DiBiase. This is Locked On Eagles, as always, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Louis DiBiase, once again, joining you here tonight. I'm recording a late night edition of this Wednesday podcast. It is the final day of July, and you know what that means. August 1st, you know, tomorrow is not only the first day of August, but it's also the official first game of the NFL season. Yes, it is the dreaded Hall of Fame game where, okay, this is the Hall of Fame game experience, and it's coming from me really starting to talk about it right now. And why I'm mentioning it right now is based off excitement of, hey, there is NFL football tomorrow, and I use the phrase NFL football very lightly because we know the starters might not even play considering for the Broncos and for the Falcons tomorrow there are five preseason games they got to play so I doubt the starters will play a whole lot but it is a sign that hey football is here of course training camp is that first step but now we have an actual game we get to watch literally on the national networks and again it's going to be a lot of backups but we get to see some Drew Locke tomorrow we get to see some Noah Font action going on we get some interesting stuff not really but hey it's NFL football again kind of and uh But it's a great sign because then, of course, next week the Eagles take on the Tennessee Titans next Thursday. We have actual preseason football to get into. We get to see, hopefully, all of this training camp action that we've been going play-by-play each and every podcast. And we finally get to see if that will translate onto the field, right? Will Razul Douglas, will Sidney Jones, will Avante Maddox continue their star play really in the summer so far at the cornerback position will they carry that into the preseason and make that decision very hard on Jim Schwartz the the coaching staff and the front office right can Miles Sanders show some flashes against actual NFL defenses like he has against the Eagles so far in training camp once again a really strong Wednesday practice for Miles Sanders so we get to get into that next Thursday I cannot wait for next week for game prep getting it back into the swing of things in the regular season that's why you got to make sure you're subscribed to Locked on Eagles because we're recording four to five days a week throughout the season you know throughout the offseason even in the dead zone we got you covered here nobody is posting more Eagles podcast out there then locked on Eagles, and we really appreciate you guys getting through this offseason with us because we're here. We're at the 2019 season, which is an exciting one when you are a part of the Philadelphia Eagles family. Today, what we're going to get into is actually a little Carson Wentz talk. The quarterback, the franchise quarterback, the hundred-plus million-dollar man has his new deal done. He's going to be with the team for another, you know, six. Hopefully Carson Wentz is here for another, you know, 10 plus years and he wins some championships for Philadelphia. What I want to get into specifically with Wentz though today is his third down performance. I think that's something Doug Peterson talked about a couple days ago at the press conference that I wanted to mention because last year the Eagles, while the numbers say it was pretty similar to 2017, you could definitely tell that when, you know, before the offense and the team in general really took off with Nick Foles down the stretch, starting with that, although, you know, I should say it really did start with Wentz and that win against the Giants and against Washington, but nonetheless, when the team in general really took off down the stretch, winning five of their last six to make the playoffs, they were a great third down team then. But throughout the regular season, they were not as efficient compared to 2017 and 
Peterson talked about a specific thing that Wentz can do this year as opposed to last year that will help them get back to that 2017 form. I looked into some numbers. I got some fun stats for you on the show today about why the Eagles should likely get back to their third down dominance that they showed in 2017 with Carson Wentz specifically under helm, a healthy knock on wood Carson Wentz. But before we get into that, the Eagles do have a really big practice tomorrow. We'll have a fun podcast because for three hours, they're going to have their longest practice of the summer tomorrow. Pad of practice, live sessions. It's going to be the best opportunity for us to really evaluate the lines better specifically. You know, it's hard to judge how good Josh Sweat looks when he's going in shells, when they're not wearing any padding whatsoever and he's going up against the offensive line, right? Just the team in general will get a a better evaluation tomorrow than we will be able to so far all summer. You know, like Miles Sanders and how he can pass block, things like that, we'll get a deeper look at tomorrow. So make sure, again, subscribe to the podcast or Hey, if you're a desktop podcast listener, I know I am sometimes a lot as well on YouTube. Uh, Go to LockdownEagles.com. I post every single podcast on the mothership. And also you can listen to it on Twitter, too. We post the link there as well, at LockdownBirds and at DiBiaseLOE. Also Gino, at Gino underscore LOE. Gino is off for the rest of the week. He's going to be in Denver for the week. So I got you covered here. We'll have Lars on as well down the stretch. we got some fun shows to get into still for the week. But I'm I'm really into this one because... Third down and fourth down offense, the Eagles have been really efficient with Doug Peterson as the head coach the past three years. And it really it's it's part it's a element of the bigger identity of this Philadelphia offense. It really the team in general, the front office, the defense, and it's aggression. Being aggressive and you know, when there's those big moments on third downs and you gotta move the chains to keep this drive alive if you want to win this game or if you want to stay in it, or a fourth down, it all comes down to this, right? The Super Bowl. I mean, it doesn't get bigger than Nick Foles having to, with a man bringing him down, throw the ball to Zach Ertz, contested to convert a fourth down, that if they don't convert that, we are not talking about an Eagles Super Bowl win here. We're talking about can they get back and avenge that and win their first championship. So third and fourth downs, they're huge. And when you have a team like Philadelphia that is as aggressive, as bold as they are, it goes to show that they have lived up to those moments on those specific plays, and those are high-intensity situations. So it really does, their efficiency in those areas does, it's just another testament to the aggressive philosophy of the organization in general. And Carson Wentz has been a really damn good third-down quarterback, and we'll get into some of the factors that can help him, what Doug Peterson said as well, what can help him and the offense get even better in that category in 2019. So that's what's coming up next right here on the Lockdown Eagles podcast. We're going to take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. And guys, today's support of Lockdown Eagles comes from Manscaped, who is number one in men's below the belt grooming. You may have seen them on Shark Tank. Shark Tank, I, it's, you know, I'm a big sports television watcher. I have a couple shows that I really like on Netflix and the CW's got some rocking ones. The 100 is the one I'm really kicking right now. But Shark Tank, Hell of a show, really popular. We got, you know, Dallas Mavericks owner Mark Cuban's on it, and Manscaped was on it. So you might have seen them from Shark Tank, but Manscaping offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code LOCKDOWN at manscaped.com. That's 20% off at manscaped.com with the promo code LOCKDOWN. We'll be right back. This is Louis DiBiase on the Lockdown Eagles podcast. All right, everybody, welcome back. Louis DiBiase, this is Lockdown Eagles. Having fun with this show so far. I'm really excited to get into, I, I love the Carson Wentz talk. I love QB talk, and especially when we get into specific things like 
you know, third down efficiency. This is really, I always say Lockdown Eagles is the, uh, the Eagles podcast for really nerdy football fans. Because we do so many shows each week, we really like to dive deep and do one specific category, really every show. So I hope you guys enjoy it as much as I re- like recording them because they're just a lot of fun. And today's is fun too because it's hard not to feel good about the Eagles quarterback position with Carson Wentz at the helm. But look, if you if you want to hear more than just Carson Wentz and more than just the Philadelphia Eagles, if you're as big as a, a football fan as I am, right? And I hope because of that you enjoyed yesterday's show when we talked about the other deep offensive skill positions in the NFL. You know, what other teams can match this Eagles offense that has probably 10 plus playmakers for Carson Wentz at his disposal. So make sure you go check that out. But also, Lockdown NFL, the Lockdown Network in general, we have some incredible football shows. Make sure you listen to the new Lockdown NFL with the expert analysis. We got former NFL scout Matt Williamson running it, and it's hosted by Brian Peacock. Lockdown NFL, it's your daily national podcast on all things NFL with Matt's unique take on the game. All right, so let's get into now the Eagles and their third down production. I think this is a very important avenue in 2019 that can help them bounce back from a really, really slow... It'll help them avoid what was a very slow start last year offensively. Really, not only just the first you know, 10, 12 games of the season, which is the majority of the season, but also when I mean like slow starts early on, also in the games, you know, in the first quarter. I really, I point to their third down play calling and their inefficiency on third downs early on as to why they were such a bad first quarter offense, why they were such a bad first half offense, why there were so many times where they were only scoring, you know, 17 points heading into the fourth quarter. Now, when you look at the stats, they were about as good in 2018 on on third downs as they were in 2017. They were at a 41% conversion rate compared to in 2017, they were at 41.7. It's funny how good, by the way, offense was in 2018 compared to 2017 because the Eagles went from 4th at 41.7 in 2017 to 11th by just losing 0.7% of their conversion rate. It just, again, goes to show how great offense was last year. So when you look at the numbers, yeah, they were still a really good 3rd down offense. They were still a top 15. They were an above average 3rd down offense. Exactly the same conversion rate-wise as in 2017. But If you guys watched the games as much as I did, you could tell there were, I mean, that conversion rate should be higher. There were missed opportunities, absolutely, especially with Wentz in like the middle of the season. You know, there's third and short failed conversions that really stalled Eagles drives. And again, I really think it could could explain the slow starts on offense, not only in the beginning of the season, but in the beginning of games. Play calling was definitely a part of it. I thought Doug Peterson finally got more aggressive down the stretch. He's even mentioned that it's a priority for him and for the organization and you know the coaching staff and the players to maintain that aggressive mentality throughout the season because i think he and you know Mike Groh was a big part of this too not having Frank Reich there anymore not having John DiFilippo there anymore that definitely did affect it but it was also a huge factor of it before Nick Foles came in and like right in the middle of the season i would say after the Carolina game when I, I point to Wentz maybe first injuring his back, from then up until he got pulled after that loss in Dallas with his back injury, in between all of that, his health really did hold back this offense on third down. I, it's not his inability on third downs. It's not that he's a bad third down quarterback at all. I definitely blame the health. He's a great third down quarterback, actually. Carson Wentz is a top, I would say top 
three, if not maybe top five for sure, top five third down quarterback in the NFL. You go to the game week six against the Giants where I still think he was healthy. The Eagles were nine of 16 on third downs. And at one point, Wentz in the offense was 10 of, Wentz specifically was 10 of 10 passing in those situations. And, you know, you look at that game, you look at the incredible touchdown he, he threw to Alshon Jeffrey running all the way to his right side, beaming it in between defenders, a pass that had a, a probability of being completed at like, I don't know, what was it, 15% or some, some crazy stat like that. And, you know, mobility was a huge part of it. And in 2017, and, and of course that mobility was taken away after the injury, in 2017 Carson was dominant on third downs. He was the highest rated third and six plus QB in the league per PFF. So on third and six or more, there wasn't a guy better at converting those than Carson Wentz. I think being healthy is going to bring back that quarterback on third downs. And what that's also going to bring back is mobility. Doug Peterson specifically mentioned Wentz's ability to extend plays. Even when the defense seemingly has you pegged, they have you figured out on third down, Wentz can just make things happen on the move. There were a lot of you know, broken plays where he scrambled. I mean, when I was in KC with Alex Smith, we he'd convert a third and 15 just by running, you know, and, and uh, just a broken play. So, you know, some of that's that. Some of it is, uh, um, you know, Carson, Carson's athleticism, just a big, strong, physical guy, you know, um, just making a play for you, you know, and, and extending, extending drive. So um, if it breaks down, it breaks down. You go, you go make a play. But at the same time, keep your eyes up, and if somebody pops down the field, throw it to them and, and try, to, try to convert third downs. We, one area that we got to focus on this training camp is our third down. I love everything he said about that right there. It just, for me, this is a guy in Carson Wentz that it's, it's again, I said it yesterday, it's why I love his kind of prospects way more than a guy like Jared Goff. It's why, I, me as a GM, just personally, it's my, it's my preference at quarterback. I would never take a guy like Jared Goff over a Carson Wentz if they're a similar, if they're similar on the other, the other strengths as a prospect, right? Arm strength, the ability to, you know, step up in the pocket, pocket presence, digesting a defense, accuracy, those kind of things, touch, anticipation. If those are all on a similar playing field, but one guy can move, and like Peterson said, when a play breaks down, he can make things happen, not only by running, but by running to open up the pass, that is so huge, and I will pay that guy big-time money any day of the week if I'm a GM in the NFL. And I like that he said not only, you know, of course, running to open up the pass is huge, and Wentz is one of the best at doing that, but also to just run is something he needs to get back to. Carson Wentz's rushing went down from 2017. He had 299 rushing yards. That went down to 93 in 2018. I mean, when you have a banged-up back, and when you're recovering from a torn ACL and a torn LCL, two ligaments in his leg, and for people out there with back problems... You probably you kept you can probably you know relate to not being able to run first off, also be, being able to take hits in open space, which he has. You know when you're a quarterback, when you're running, you can get down, you can slide, but there's times where you just can't avoid the hits. Carson Wentz can get back to that rushing this year. He went down, his rushing went down by 206 yards last year. That's the part for me they really need to get back to with Wentz to get back to being like he said a great third down offense, something that they are prioritizing this offseason. Wentz is a great runner. He is more elusive than I think we remember because last year I think his athleticism, his explosiveness, his speed were hampered by all the injuries that he was recovering from and he was suffering. 
just go back to, let's go back to week three, 2017, against the New York Giants. He broke, I forget who it was in the Giants defense, that he broke their ankle with that fake cut. Looks like he's going outside to the left. Cuts back up inside. Totally freezes the defender and gets upfield for the first down. He has done that. He's done that a lot. I mean, let's go another. It's really always just the Giants when you think about it. How about the Thursday night football game, uh, 2016? He totally ducks under the defender and escapes up the middle against Washington, Monday night football, 2017. It looks like eight guys have him tackled. He finds a way to get through the mosh pit, run for the first down. I think they're going to get that back from Carson Wentz this year, mainly because it's just, you know, his back is healed right now. Knock on wood that he doesn't re-injure that. And he is now, you know, is going into his second season after tearing an ACL. So he looks healthy. He looks incredible in training camp so far, if you ask anybody that has been covering it at NovaCare Complex. And, uh, look, I think that's how – and you can also – you can expose him more in the open field now that he's healthy on play-action passes. I think they got back to that with Nick Foles. And they were doing it with Wentz more against Washington in that Monday Night Football game in 2018. But it was hard to do that a lot because when you're rolling him out, it's like play action in the inside of the pocket you can still do. You know, he averaged Wentz averaged 9, 9.9 yards per attempt on play action passes last year, which was second highest among quarterbacks. But a lot of the play action was within the pocket. Whereas, you know, RPOs and, you know, play regular traditional play action. But when you roll him out, he's going to be exposed because you're moving him outside of the pocket. He's deep on the right sideline or deep on the left sideline. That's going to expose him to hits, much like I go back to Nick Foles launching the ball down the field to both Aguilar and Alshon. Jeffrey comes down with it against the Rams, and Foles took a huge shot. You couldn't really do that with Wentz when he was dealing with the injuries that he was dealing with. This year, you can get more of those PA rollouts, and Wentz is one of the best quarterbacks when it comes to play action. Again, averaged almost 10 yards per attempt on play action passes, which was second highest, and that was in 2018 when he wasn't even at full health. So so there's just so many things that you can do more on offense when Carson Wentz's mobility returns to him, and that's why Doug Peterson went out of his way to specifically mention that when it comes to those Third and longs, you know, third and six plus, third and 17. Carson Wentz is still a guy. When when the Eagles had Sam Bradford and it was third and like nine or more, I don't know about you guys, but I had absolutely no faith that he was going to be able to convert that. With Carson Wentz, you never know. Once again, 2017, on third down and six or more, there wasn't a better quarterback in the NFL at converting those plays than Carson Wentz. We're going to get into a little bit more of this discussion coming up next. We'll take a break. This is the Lockdown Eagles podcast. Louis DiBiase joining you on this late night Wednesday edition of the show. You might be listening to it on Thursday morning, but whatever. It's pretty timely, I think, throughout the week and throughout the season because this is a big topic and it's a big thing that the Eagles need to continue to be great at on offense to keep being a top-tier offense in the NFL. Before we take a break, I just want to say this episode is brought to you by Five Star Painting, a neighborly company. Five Star Painting is looking for new owners to join their growing company. Could this be a perfect opportunity for you? Are you driven? Do you have the heartbeat of an entrepreneur? If you're interested in running your own business, text Five Star to 87000 right now to learn more. Again, that's Five Star to 87000 right now to learn more. Choose to start your business with Five Star Painting means setting up for success by surrounding yourself with the best in the business and the best at business. With five-star painting, you'll be on your own. You'll be your own boss 
pick your own territory, set your own hours, running a business then you, that you can be really proud of. You'll have access to the best resources to help you scale your landscape business, to meet your personal and professional goals, and you'll go home every day with the satisfaction of helping your customers enhance and maintain the beauty of their homes. As a five-star painting owner, you'll be a part of the greater neighborly community of home service brands. Neighborly has empowered more than 3,700 entrepreneurs to achieve their dreams and goals through local business ownership. No one knows the home service industry better than Neighborly. Every year, nearly 1 million customers are proudly served by one of Neighborly's 22 award-winning brands, some of which include Mosquito, Joe, Molly Maid, Glass Doctor, and Mr. Rooter. Personally, when you ask me, I love running my own business. I like being a part of, even though it's through Locked On, the podcast network, being able to run Locked On Eagles on my own with Gino is great. And it's the best decision you can ever make to be your own boss. Whether you've been thinking about starting your own business or you've already ran your own, like let's say a painting company, text 5STAR to 87000 to learn more about how 5STAR Painting Franchise can help you get where you want to go faster than going at it alone. Again, text 5STAR to 87000 to learn more about the neighborly brands that may be available in your area, and we thank them for sponsoring the Lockdown Eagles podcast today. All right, Eagles fans, welcome back. We're wrapping up today's edition of Lockdown Eagles. Again, mobility is just such a huge part of Wentz's game, and I think it's what's going to really help when now he's healthy and ready to go for 2019, if he can maintain that this year for the first time since 2016, it's going to go a long way for this third down offense when we're coming to, you know, 2018, they were only, again, they were only down by 0.7% compared to the year before. They were at 41% conversion rate of their third downs as opposed to 417 in 2017. But I think we can all agree that in the middle of the season, when the offense was suffering, they were starting off really slow in the first quarter. They did not get going, sometimes until the fourth quarter of games. A lot of that had to do with not only the play calling on these critical situations, but it was also Wentz's health. And, you know, you, you can blame a lot of other things. An, an, another part of this for the offense, Wentz specifically suffered more drops on third down from his receivers than anyone in the league heading into the month of November last year. So that's another thing. Weapons, of course, is going to make this a lot easier, and Carson Wentz has a plethora of weapons on offense. It's just, but again, with the mobility, it's such an advantage when you have a QB that owned the top passer rating when pressured by two-plus defenders last year. Mobility is just, it's so damn fun to watch, first off. Just to, like, coming from a fan's perspective, it's its more fun to have a quarterback that can be a weapon like that. It, it is. It's why... You know, I grew up loving Donovan McNabb and Michael Vick and learning about Randall Cunningham, wishing that I was old enough as a younger Eagles guy, wishing I was old enough to witness the Randall Cunningham days, watching him win MVP with the Philadelphia Eagles. It's why Russell Wilson is so fun to watch, Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray. It's why teams can't help themselves from investing in these kind of guys instead of a Josh Rosen, instead of a Jared Goff, because they... They take your offense to another level, even when you don't have weapons, even when, like Doug Peterson said, a play is breaking down and you think you don't have a chance. The guys with this caliber of athleticism not only open things up for your receivers, keeping your eyes downfield like Wentz does in the passing game, but when they can take off and they can do what Carson Wentz can do with his feet, what a Lamar Jackson can do with his feet, what a Russell Wilson can do, what a Cam Newton can do, what a Josh Allen can do, it goes a, a long way, and it's why you're seeing teams every year now seemingly invest in quarterbacks with a certain level of mobility now. It's, it's almost like 
there's a, there's a, a certain floor now of mobility. And if you do not reach that, you're not identified as a, you know, a mobile, not only, a, of course, a mobile quarterback, but you're not really identified as somebody that could be a franchise quarterback. Of course, mobility is not everything. I mean, Dak Prescott for me is not someone that I want to pay $34 million to a year, but it's a huge advantage when you do have a guy like that. And it sometimes masks a quarterback's deficiencies, i.e. Dak Prescott, i.e. Alex Smith, who Doug Peterson specifically mentioned. Thank you for joining today's edition of the podcast. Had a lot of fun with this one. We'll be back tomorrow. I think I'm going to have Lars on. Won't mention what we'll get into yet. I I like to uh, keep that a surprise each and every day, posting four to five podcasts a week right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Your team every day, and your team is the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm Louis DiBiase signing off. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at DiBiase LOE. That's my account. Follow Gino at Gino underscore LOE. Lars is at LarsLewis12, and our show page is at Locked on Birds. If you could, I'd really appreciate you guys leaving me whatever, how many stars, preferably five stars, and leave us a review. It's how we grow the show. And uh, make sure you're subscribed and check out Locked on Eagles. And, yeah, there's all my shameless plugs. I'm out. we got a fun practice tomorrow, three-plus hours of Eagles football at NovaCare Complex. we got the Hall of Fame game. Enjoy that. And then preseason football next week for the Eagles. We are home free, the first game week on the network starting in just a few days. Football season is here, Eagles fans. That's going to do it. As always, thank you for downloading. Thank you for listening. And let's go, Birds, baby.